Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And right now we've got Gina Horky. Gina, you're the founder of uh, the Horky Handbook, and you're the host of Horky HQ. Horky Handbook, by the way, I'm just going to spell this, H-O-R-K-E-Y handbook.com. Gina, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks, Josh. So Gina, please share with us what you do. Yeah, so I have that real fun married into German last name, and I decided to capitalize mm-hmm. on that when I named TorqueyHandbook.com. And, and that's the fun part is in 2014, I was in personal finance. I was the breadwinner of our little family of four. Um, and I wanted to do something different because I was looking at the next 30 years of my life and thinking, do I want to do the same thing kind of day in, day out, Groundhog's Day in personal finance? And I decided that no, after a decade, I was I was good with what I had accomplished and ready for a new challenge. And so I started my own little freelance writing side hustle because content is king and there's a lot of needs for online content. But I had no idea prior to that first delving into this online world at that time. And um, so I created HorkyHandbook.com just as a place to showcase my freelance writing samples because I figured... I didn't have a journalism background. I didn't have a portfolio as I was jumping into this. I was just figuring it out as I went. And so I knew that if clients were going to hire me, they wanted to see my work and what better place to put them than on an actual website, which shows a different level of skill set than a Google Doc, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's all it was. And I started uh, tracking my progress and sharing that with the world in the form of income reports. And I developed kind of accidentally then a readership and an email list. And I launched our first online course in December of 2014. It was also the same time I kind of put in my notice and quit my day job and went full time as an online entrepreneur. So we've been teaching about freelance writing and virtual assistant work, how to break into these amazing mm-hmm. fields and opportunities opportunities. Um, you know, this is a real timely topic for a lot of people that are considering what are their options. They're working from home or they're furloughed right now with Corona and, yeah. you know, they're entertaining. Maybe I'm ready for a change. Yeah. So for, uh, you know, most people who listen to this uh, interview or this podcast are, you know, they're active business owners. They've, they've grown a decent company. They're hiring. They've got a good team going. Uh, but let's say someone's listening to this and, um, you know, they, they've just discovered that they're going to have to have a change of career real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you share a little bit about, I want to say the job prospects, but just kind of the environment for uh, either freelance writing or being a professional virtual assistant and actually making a great living? Yeah. So I think that we're going kind of backwards in time to a certain extent where we had the industrial revolution and everybody was working in person and factories and nine to five and all this stuff. Mm. And we're going kind of to that knowledge worker environment that was predicted in the 1960s, where we're getting paid for our knowledge and for our levels of expertise that aren't manual labor anymore. So that's great because we also have what's called the internet, which means that we can 
subcontract out ourselves, our skills, our services, what we're good at, or things that we learn how to do to all of the millions of small business owners that are looking for help that don't necessarily need full-time in-person employees. Instead, they're looking for somebody to do some social media management, somebody to help them with podcast production, somebody to help them with content generation. Those aren't full-time roles in every company. They could be for some. Um, So it's kind of a great opportunity for people to figure out what do I already know how to do? What am I good at? Or what do I really want to learn because I'm so interested and fascinated in it? And a lot of it honestly comes down to uh, marketing. So helping a business owner market their business more effectively, or it could be in the management side of things. And that's keeping a a website up to date. It could be customer service. By the way, that's the first thing you entrepreneurs, yeah. your business owners should yes. be hiring out. <laughs> but it's also hard for the type Ayers that want to keep control over that and keep a pulse on what's going on. You won't lose that pulse, by the way. It's just going to free you up to really focus in on the things that are really important, that are uniquely needing to be done by you, that you directly influence. You're going to have a, a kick butt a customer service professional that will help you to streamline things and automate things that they can and look for opportunities for improvement. And really, one of the things that a lot of people don't understand is every uh, email inquiry that comes into customer service is actually Mm -hmm. a sales opportunity. Yes. So it could be a current customer that you're doing more business with or that you're just maintaining them as your customer. And it's a lot pre-sales as well of people looking to do business with you. Does that help? Yeah, certainly, certainly. So um, would you mind sharing, like for someone, let's say, for example, um, you know, I do own a business or, you know, and, and, but uh, let's say my wife or my husband is, you know, looking to do something on the side. Mm -hmm. I mean, what can you charge? How much can you make? Uh, You know, and then we'll kind of get into how you find these opportunities. Yeah. So if you look at our business model, we started with teaching people how to just do the basics of getting set up online and start offering their services for pay, right? So the amount of money you're able to earn is directly related to the types of clients that you find that, you know, if they have a a real strong need and value on whatever the services that you're offering, obviously they're going to be able to and want to pay you what you're worth and the value that you bring to the table. Um, So I guess what I'm, I'm trying to say is like virtual assistant could be things that a business owner already has systems down and they're just really delegating processes to you in order to carry out those tasks to free up their time. So if you're really just getting started, you're not bringing a lot of strategy to the table and maybe management or leadership, then it's probably that $20 to $30 an hour range. Personally, I feel like anything below $20 an hour is unfair compensation because you're self-employed. So if you're hiring a virtual assistant, you have to remember that because you're not employed them. You're not pay, paying the employer side of taxes. You're not paying mm. any benefits. You're not giving them any vacation. They have their own office set up and they have their own equipment, their own internet, their cell phone. All of that stuff is being paid by that professional that's hiring themselves out. Mm-hmm. So you need to be at least at $20 an hour. The more yeah. specialized you get, the higher the rates that you can charge. So that $30 to $50 an hour rate might be in the middle. And then $50 to $100 plus is definitely something that you can be charged. Now, a lot of people will decide not to go hourly because honestly, it doesn't matter how long it takes you to do something. If there is a project that needs to be completed or certain services that need to be carried out, there's probably some value. You can figure out a tangible value associated with that work. 
And that's really the important part is how does it impact the entrepreneur, the small business owner's bottom line? And uh, there needs to be that fair exchange of value. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, obviously that kind of brings up a couple of questions in terms of like, uh, if, if someone's a business owner, like, whoa, 20 bucks an hour, like, you know, for admin, basic admin stuff, why don't I just go to Upwork and hire overseas? What's the difference? Like maybe, and obviously there's certain positions, you need certain skill levels and certain, um, you know, I, I would say, you know, there are certain things like our, our content we're not really, we've never been successful. And I've actually talked with uh, a lot of people about this. Um, you know, when it comes to content, that's really challenging to find someone overseas that can do a, a, a good job for a number of reasons. Uh, but we've always just hired domestically for, for content type stuff. Um, you know, admin, you know, project management, simple stuff, certainly programming, even design uh, overseas, we've been able to do pretty well with that. But, um, uh, you know, content, you know, we've just seen that, you know, just the cultural sensitivities and um, just kind of mastery of, you know, not just language, but, you know, voice and colloquialisms and that sort of thing. Uh, it's it generally you want to stick with if you're if you're a U.S. company, Canadian, North American company, stick with a North American content producer. Yeah, so I'm actually of the belief that we live in this worldwide economy these days, mm -hmm. right? So no longer are we um, kind of kept to a certain geographical area where we can seek employment or seek people to work with us. So it used mm -hmm. to be probably like a 50-mile radius that you wouldn't take a job or hire somebody that's outside of that just based on schematics. And nowadays, that's not true. And so I think that you can find quality people all over the world. Most of our students end up being from North America because that's mm -hmm. where I am, right? So mm -hmm. they're here in the U.S., they're in Canada. Um, but my own team also represents the entire world as well as our student base. So I have somebody in Canada. I had somebody in Europe until uh, earlier last year. One of my team members is in Mexico. Uh -huh. um, the Midwest is real popular. And I'm trying to think if there was one other one. So I think that you need to know what you need for your business first and foremost. Um, honestly, when people start delegating and hiring out help, if they don't have a clear vision of what that service needs to be and the deliverable and how to onboard that team member. Because even if they're super specialized, they don't necessarily know your business. And so there's going to be some onboarding, some training involved. And so I think you just need to be thoughtful of those types of things. I know situations that don't work out. And those situations yeah. are the, the business owner not taking the time to be able to onboard that person effectively. It's shoving everything possible at one person that's brand new to your team that doesn't work out so well. So other things that do work out is choosing your top two to three things, making sure you have SOPs, standard operating procedures, which by the way, your team member can build out on your behalf if you train them effectively. Yeah, right, right. And so, you know, a couple of things is I've, I've talked about this a lot with uh, with other business owners. Uh, you know, a common theme that I, I hear uh, is that, you know, to really have a successful team, um, you, you have to overcome the inclination you might have to just urge people to just learn by doing and just like throw them into the deep end and say, here you go, sink or swim. Yeah. Um, but to actually invest that extra time in them. And because listen, it's really frustrating uh, to bring someone in, have a really not work out and they're not really performing in 60, 90 days later or worse, you know, like a year later, like they're just, yeah. it's not a good fit. And it's because when they came on board, 
They really just didn't have that indoctrination series or that time invested in making sure that they can perform. Now, in defense of business owners, I can tell you that from my experience, the reason that most of us do it that way is because we're so doggone busy. Right. And and so it's like, ugh, I, I don't even have time to, you know, mm-hmm. train them and, and do the, all of this sort of thing. But you mentioned something um, about the importance of hiring, you know, as you know, people who can develop SOPs and project management and HR, not HR, HR, but at least, you know, help us, you know, build and organize these training systems. I know one thing that we've done internally is, you know, I really just like every task I do or my team does, I'm like, listen, you, everything needs to be documented in short screencasts. We Mm -hmm. organize it. We use a Trello board actually for organizing everything. We've got the individual boards are different categories of our, of our systems. And then uh, I do a lot of video walkthroughs. So then Loom is great for that, by the way. Totally free, Chrome extension, so easy to use. Yep. Yep. So we actually, so we use bomb bomb because I use bomb bomb for everything. Uh, but yeah, same thing. Yeah. Loom screencast. And then just, um, now from if, if you Gina are advocating for the VA, talk about why you love having screencasts or looms or that sort of thing, uh, for the VA. Yeah. And and by the way, in hiring as well, like that was one tip that someone gave me a while back. It's like when you're hiring, do you know, put, put a loom, put a video together of you saying, Hey, I'm going to take you through and show you exactly what it is that you would be doing, what we're looking for, the outcome that we need to produce. Uh, that's honestly one of the best tips I was ever given for hiring is to, and I've noticed like the applicants we get for that are just great. Like, Mm -hmm. and and you know, obviously you look for the ones actually watch the video, but man, the enthusiasm (laughs) that you get from someone is like, thank you. Uh, You know, uh, you know, someone that I can work with that's going to not leave me hanging all the time. You know, they're actually going to spell this stuff out for me. Yeah. So as a business owner myself, I might have made a few mistakes over the years and I'm still not perfect. But the great thing is, is I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been a service provider virtually, and I've also worked with a lot of professionals. And then I get to have all of these cool conversations in our community where I get insider information on them working with other clients. So our goal is to empower virtual assistants or specialists in whatever their field is that work virtually to really take as much control over the client relationship as they can without stepping on that client's toes. Here's Mm -hmm. the thing that a lot of business owners don't think a lot about. They didn't get into starting their own business or becoming an entrepreneur entrepreneur to manage people. That's not what any of us really want to do, in my opinion, in my experience. And so however that virtual assistant can make the um, relationship easier on the entrepreneur, the better. So we like to train them on the opposite side of what you just said to do a video pitch so that you can say, hey, this is who I am. I understand your business. I'm super excited about working with you. And here's where my skills or experience lie. One, two minutes tops great way to be able to kind of pick from the competition and what would suit you and your business. Now on the SOP side of things from the virtual assistant side, sometimes we like to watch things more than once because we want to make sure we're doing things right the very first time. So what better way than to have like a loom recording or whatever your screencasting method of choice is to be able to watch that more than once as we're going through and implementing that for the very first time. And then as needed, we can take that video and make it into step-by-steps, either written or combined with some screenshots to make it a little bit more evergreen because platforms Mm -hmm. change all the time. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Gina, tell me more, a little bit more about your business, the services that you provide. Uh, you know, one thing that I want to point out is you've got some workbooks right on the front page that... Mm-hmm. Tell me about that because that that looks super valuable. I love that. I love the design, the the titles of these. Oh, uh, so tell me all the things. So I'm not a designer. I can't take credit for that. But no, my course, team right, member right. Erica can, and she's fantastic. Um, so the services that we offer, uh, we're talking to both sides of this relationship. We're talking to people that are aspiring to do work online, to offer services. And some of them really want to have like a six-figure business, which is totally possible the more specialized that you get. Um, and then we're also talking to entrepreneurs or small business owners that need help. You know what is the best time to hire help? It's before you're at your full capacity, before you're too busy, right? Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about about what we're going on and through right now is that we all have more space than ever before. So if you wanted to talk about or think about hiring a new team member, why not do it right now when you don't have 150 other obligations, personally, professionally, or whatever, we're all stuck at home. So this is a good time to potentially take a look at your own business. And there's an Eisenhower metrics that maybe you can link in the show notes. Um, Actually, Eisenhower.me has a really great video and visual and text explanation of really how to assess what's important in your business, what's not, what's urgent, what's not, what should you be doing, what should you be delegating out, um, things that you should do today versus scheduling out in the future. I love it. I refer to it all the time. So wait, and, so the, 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 so this Eisenhower.me, I'm on the website right now. Yep. I, and I'm then it's familiar backslash Eisenhower dash matrix. And I can put it in for you to be able to see in the chat here. Um, But whenever productivity hacks that we can implement, right, the better. And this is one of my favorite and it's been around for a long time. So the services we offer is to teach people that are looking to have an online business, start it offering services specifically. On the other side, we have free services to match you to the students of ours that are looking for clients and you're looking for help. And we're training them in a pretty specific way to hopefully make them as amazing as possible and being able to work with you and make your lives easier, but more importantly, scale your business and produce more revenue. Uh, as a business owner, Gina, you've uh, obviously be very successful. You have a great uh, audience. What what were kind of your secrets to growing and scaling your business or this business uh, as as big as it is right now? Yeah, it's a great question. I honestly would attribute it to following my gut and to being mm-hmm. open to opportunities. So, um, you know, God has put a lot of amazing people in my path, and I try to intentionally think about different opportunities that come my way. And I'm just real creative. And right now, like there's just so much, so many options for us to succeed from a career standpoint. So being able to spread that message of being able to do work that you actually love, because there are things that you like or enjoy more than others and work for people, align yourself with people that you actually like. Like there's never been more of an opportunity than to do that right now. And as a self-employed individual with more clients, uh, so let's say you have 10 clients, that is so much more um, less risky. So, so much Mm -hmm. less risky than having one employer. Plus there's just so much more flexibility and freedom that comes with being your own boss. Um, So I think working hard is definitely part of that, but working smart is what we're trying to do right now. And just really loving on people and being of service, I think that has also really taken us very far. Yeah. So uh, on your website right now, you've got a number of different courses, 30 days or less to virtual assistant success, email management for VAs, project management for VAs, real estate uh, for VAs, 
and then you've got uh, a virtual assistant agency where you can uh, learn how to uh, grow your business. Mm-hmm. A lot of tools here as well. So you've really um, got a lot, lot on the menu. Uh, what yeah. uh, what was the what was the first one, and what's what's been the latest one, and, and which of which of your things are the most popular? Yeah. So 30 days or less to freelance writing success was my very first course. We just revamped it again. We're always updating material, trying to streamline it because we know it works for people. So we mm-hmm. take out anything that's confusing or holds them back from taking action and getting clients and getting paid. And then we're introducing things to help them to do their jobs easier or more effectively. Our flagship product is definitely 30 days or less to virtual assistant success. That's the course that you want to enroll in if you don't know um, anything about this whole world of working online and offering services. Our most recent edition isn't on our Horky Handbook website because Mm -hmm. we are strategically building it out so that if we ever wanted to sell this asset, we could. I'm learning a lot about business myself. Mm -hmm. It's called Podcast Production School, and it's perfect for people that want to learn the hard skills of podcasting to support people like yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. So everything from editing audio to writing show notes, doing guest outreach, promo and marketing, like that's been really fun because I enjoy this medium so much. And then a very, very successful of side business to this is uh, become a Pinterest VA today. So there are nine different services that you can offer just within the Pinterest marketing realm to clients. And honestly, you male business owners are not representing on that platform as much as you should be. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's really fun because there's everything from the creative side where people like the pin design to doing SEO and getting into analytics and proposing different strategies as well as just scheduling content to go out on the Pinterest platform. So Gina Horky, this has been wonderful. Again, your website, HorkyHandbook.com, H-O-R-K-E-Y, Handbook.com. You've got your free workbooks, uh, uh, right? You just submit your email address and and you can get the, uh, I see three of them here, defining your why and goal setting worksheet, Mm -hmm. what services to offer as a VA, uh, yeah, 150 services you can offer as a virtual assistant and get paid for. Cool. Yeah. All right. Again, HorkyHandbook.com. Gina, thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. 
Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.